The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. The collector and the dealer, vintage, modern, and everything else in today's sports card world. I am the collector. I'm Chuck Oliver. Been doing it since second grade. That's uh, mid to late 70s is when I started. And like most guys, you get out of it for a while, and then you find this box, and you think, hmm, I used to collect. Maybe I'll get back in, and I have. And so over the past decade or so, uh, my passion has really taken off. So I am the collector. He is Joe Davis. He is the dealer. Joe, welcome. How are you? Tell everybody uh, about yourself. Great to be back, Chuck. Yeah, this is Joe with GotBaseballCards.com. Been running retail sports card sales since 1991. We have a retail store out in Loganville, Georgia. All right, this is episode three. Something was needed. This is what we got. Uh, Folks, this is your uh, understanding the realities of the card grading industry episode of The Collector and the Dealer. And, Joe, I know that um, you have to be, you know, you mentioned GotBaseballCards.com, and you have a retail store. It's a little more than that. Uh, You you submit, you know, more than a few cards to PSA and the other companies. Tell folks a a little bit about your, your business end of submitting to PSA. Yeah, we've been an authorized dealer for PSA since 1998. Uh, we submit thousands of cards every month for customers uh, to PSA for, for grading. Uh, and then we also offer, offer resale once the cards come back if they want us to auction the cards off for them as well. We pre-screen them for the customers, help them determine what they should grade, what's not worth putting the mon- money into. And I actually got to witness uh, maybe a couple of months ago, two and a half months ago or so, um, I had introduced you to a guy who was looking to sell his collection. And I think you were talking, was it a 55 or 56 set? And you were like, here's a way we can do it. And you you said the best individual cards, you can submit those, get them graded, replace them with cards that still maintains the overall grade. You got a, an X or an X-Mint set. Um, and you've actually been able to turn more profit. And for someone who's just looking to, to cash out, that's an extremely effective approach, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's a way to, we recommend that often. So we, you basically can grade the, the nicest stuff and the key cards. We, we kind of call it selling the cream off the top. Then you replace them with, say, some of the cards grade eight, you know, and you know how much money that can bring on, on 50s cards. You, you replace them with six or seven quality cards, then you've still got an X mint to near mint set to be able to sell as a standalone set, but you've maximized your return on the key cards. All right, Joe, uh, growing up like me, you're a big sports fan, specifically baseball, obviously. And there are a couple of things that I really miss. Um, I don't have miss having to wash the newsprint off my fingers afterwards, but getting my sporting news where they would have every box score for the entire major leagues in it. And that obviously is gone. And then the other thing I miss, um, SCD, Sports Collectors Digest, it used to be a huge oversized newsprint, I don't know, 200 pages, 175 pages, and it was ad, 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 ad. Joe, when I say something was needed in the card industry, um, I would get my SCD like 95, 96 or so, and I would see a card for sale that I needed, and it said X-Mint 
plus, 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 plus. I was like, I don't even know what this is. Is it X mint in that many pluses? Or maybe it's just we're getting to near mint, you know? Um, something was needed because of the wild range of dealers and what they would advertise as their own personal grades. Just give people a little overview of what that was when you would open up an SED 25 years ago. Yeah, I did it longer than that. In college, late 80s, early 90s, um, uh, that was, I, I looked forward to that day, you know, each week when I'd run in and grab my SCD and flip through it and read it. And, um, you're correct, but there was such a, we called it the wild west days of collecting because there was no consistency. And, you know, one guy's mint was another guy's X men. And there was, you know, so, and, and even the biggest thing was the altered cards and the trimmed cards yep. and counterfeit cards. And so companies like PSA came along and, and provided a, standard for the industry um and if you don't like their standard you don't have to buy psa cards but you can use sgc or beckett or whoever but in general um it has helped clean up the industry to rent tremendously uh keeps people i mean like i i'll never forget a day a customer why he had he had bought a michael jordan rookie from a another dealer in the atlanta area came to me to get it professionally graded and i looked at the card felt it let's it i can't grade this it's counterfeit and so he takes it back. The other dealer calls me. He's like, why'd you tell this customer the card I sold him was counterfeit? I said, because it is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so he didn't believe me. He sent it in and sure enough, came back counterfeit. So, you, you know, you may remember that maybe you were dealing that day. Um, a, a guy we both know in the industry and a lot of people do Bob Presley. Uh, he used to promote shows like big shows pretty regularly. And if I remember incorrectly, this would have been at the old Castlegate Hotel uh, just outside of Atlanta. Yep. 1998, I think it, it was pitched as Peyton Manning's first ever autograph session after he got drafted. And I had a 65 Roberto Clemente that I was showing to one of my friends who was a dealer. And he looked at it, he says, that's a nice card. Be better if it wasn't trimmed. And I looked at it, and he's like, you've got to be kidding. He's like, no. He's like, dude, it's, it can't be thin on both sides. Um, and you're right. And so I dropped, I mean, in 1998, I might have paid $50 or $60 for that card because it looked nice. Well, one of the reasons it looked nice is it had been trimmed. So right. something was needed, and you're right. Um, the idea with PSA is at least you'll know it is authentic, and then we'll tell you, um, where it lands on the grading scale. Um, you mentioned there are other companies as well. And clearly, I, I, honestly, I think PSA grading in, in particular, because they're the monster, uh, it drives the industry. And when you see their backlog times, I mean, literally, it doesn't matter. Even if there is a scandal like there was about 10 months ago, the next quarter, they hit a submissions record. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think all that did was give them more publicity, you know, and the value of some of their cards. And yeah, right now we, we are a preferred dealer with PSA and we're still typically three months behind on submissions. But I mean, we have the public sometimes is seven, eight months or longer. So, so this is not me defending PSA because again, I mean, it's not like, you know, I think we're in rival gangs or anything. It's just what you said. If you don't like them, you don't have to buy them. And I don't. Um, one thing I will say about PSA though is, in addition to the winningest team in baseball also has the most saves and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required. And they can be redeemed whenever you like. 
You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. At Jim Ellis Automotive, we take pride in our family-owned and operated business. Hi, I'm Stacy Ellis, Vice President of the Jim Ellis Automotive Group. When my granddad, Jim Ellis, founded our company in 1971, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, my dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. Today, third-generation family members like myself, along with the support of more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values our company was founded on. At Jim Ellis Automotive, we try harder because we sincerely value your satisfaction. That's why we've been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of our 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, still family-owned and operated and where you can always expect the best. to to uh, how like i said they drive the industry um what i need from from a car a graded card i need to know if it's authentic i need to know if there's been any stains i need to uh, you know removed i need to know if it's been trimmed or altered in any way and again not in defense of psa but just an explanation joe no matter how careful you are when you have millions of items coming in every year there is going to be, at the very least, some anecdotal examples of, oh, I submitted this and it was fake and they gave me a seven and a half. Um, you can't be 100% when you're taking in literally millions of items. Right. I mean, mista- I mean, it's still humans grading the cards. You know, mistakes will happen. Um, you know, this is not a computer grading the card. You know, so um, usually we see the variance is more in like, Oh, this card had a print mark, but yet it's still got a straight nine mm-hmm. or, 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 or we get a card back or a customer does. And we go, wow, that's only that's 65, 35 centering, but somehow it's still got a 10, you know? So, I mean, it's, um, I've, to my knowledge, but again, I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I've never had a customer get a card back. Uh, well, normally because we pre-screen and catch it on the front end, but I've never had a customer go, Oh, this counterfeit card got through, you know, because if they hand it to me and I'm submitting it for them, I, I won't send it in the first place. So. And, and and I want to give PSA uh, credit as well, because um, now that they don't necessarily admit, quote, mistakes, but they do. They do evolve. Um, if you look at the PSA holder now versus what it was, you know, late 90s, mid 90s, I guess they came out like 95 or 96 whenever they started. Um, I'll give them credit. The introduction of holograms, uh, changing the holder, because there was a sub-industry of taking the flip out and replacing it with a higher grade and somehow reinserting it. I don't know how somebody could do that. Uh, but PSA has con- and all the companies have constantly upgraded their holders and security to give you maybe 1%, 2% more peace of mind. And for a lot of collectors, that makes a big difference. Exactly. Yeah, I always tell people, like, you know, check the serial number, make sure it matches, you know make sure the holder's consistent. Yeah, they're, they, they're continuing because, sadly, the, the hotter our industry becomes, the more um, the more people try to take advantage of it and try to find, you know, backdoor ways to make profit, illegal ways to make profit off, off the industry. So the, the fact that they're continuing to upgrade security is a good thing. Absolutely. All right. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, part two of this episode how to best navigate, quote, the PSA game. Uh, that will be next with the collector and the dealer. 
Chuck Oliver and Joe Davis back with you. It's the Collector and the Dealer, Episode 3. Something was needed. This is what we got. Uh, The realities of the card grading industry. Uh, I am the collector. He is the dealer. And when I say that, uh, Joe, you said uh, how many submissions on a typical month, a typical year for y'all to PSA? Uh, Well, right now, as we record this in April, we have probably 7,000 cards at PSA right now. And they'll get back when they can get back. They're like everybody else, been either affected or just completely shut down currently um, but by, by government mandate. But um, they're doing the best they can. When I say how to best navigate the PSA game, uh, Joe, I am a, a collector. I've been out of the game. And, wow, I took pretty good care of my cards, it looks like. So I've, I've got a 69 Reggie Jackson rookie. Uh, I got a bunch of 69s, but but the rookie looks really good. Um Tell me cost, turnaround time, and I'll be out bottom line, potential profits, um, and why PSA or Beckett or whoever to get it graded. Just give me a bird's eye. I walk in with just a blistering 69 Reggie. What do you, what do you tell me about getting it graded? Um, first, for a 69 card, I'd recommend PSA over anyone else. In general, PSA dominates the market on that era as far as resale value. Um, as far as your uh, costs, uh, a Reggie because of on a nice condition Reggie because it's over a hundred dollar value. That's one of the cutoff points with us. Is like if it's under a hundred dollars, if it's over a hundred dollars, and if it's over five hundred. PSA has different grading tiers. Uh, if you walked in the store, we could we would get that one done for you for like twenty five dollars, which covers grading, shipping, insurance, everything back and forth to PSA. As far as your potential return. Just depends on how high. I mean, it could be a several thousand dollar card if it's you know in the nine or ten range. So even even eights are probably several hundred. Several hundred. And, and turn. I take that back. Eights are probably in the thousands too as well. And that, that is a tough card, it was particularly for centering. And the whole sixty nine set is um, turnaround times. I mean, honestly, just it's like I'm asking you spin the wheel and tell me where it lands because it is so hard to predict, especially <laughs> with the recent curveball uh, that all the grading companies are dealing with, right? Yeah, I mean, in general, uh, outside of the situation we're dealing with right now, we because we're a preferred dealer, we normally get stuff back in about two and a half to three months. On a Reggie, which is a higher pricing tier, it's a little bit faster than that. It's usually uh, about two months. All right. One thing that we do uh, every episode, we close it out with a couple of features. One is Joe's buying a box. Uh, Joe, if, if you were going to buy a box to rip this coming weekend, uh, what would you buy? Uh, any year tops archives. It's just a classic. It's a, uh, for those who aren't familiar with it, it's a modern product, but it's, it's modern players shown on vintage design. So every product will have like four different throwback designs. So it's really cool seeing your modern players on a 75 tops card or, you know, a 93 tops card, whatever. All right. Uh, I I close out with Chuck's vintage set of the week and I'm going to go, I mean, this is beyond niche. And in fact, it's so much that I've had like respected dealers uh, like Dick DeCorsi, you know, uncle Dick, and I'm sure you have for decades, right? Uh, He, he, he has looked at me and said, yeah, I don't bring that. I mean, he has all the air in the room to his table with all those binders. And he says, yeah, I don't have 1954 red heart. Um, Joe, it was only 33 cards and there are, uh, green background, red background, blue background for 11 of them. If you'd mail in a couple of labels, they would send you a card. Um, rumor is this was in the fifties, obviously 1954 rumor is as early as the early seventies, you could still send in labels and get cards from them. Um, there was no 54 musial 
or mantle in the regular issues. Is that correct? You had to get them in Red Heart. Uh, yeah, that's correct. There was there wasn't a fifty four mantle. Yeah, one of the, one of the additional reasons it's so appealing. And it's just, I mean, it's it's portraits, it's artwork. It's like they sat for a photo at Olin Mills, just gorgeous, slightly mm. oversized. They're the typical vintage cards, or you know, size close to them. Um, and like I said, there's only thirty three of them. Uh, but just a fantastic set, and and it, you buy them individually if you can find them because, again, they're such a niche set that you may see a vintage dealer that has one or two of them. Joe, have you done much uh, Red Heart baseball over the years? Yeah, I just sold the Musual. I uh, had a great Musual, like, and I told the customer when we were negotiating the price, I'm like, if you don't want to pay this price, I'm going to put it in my own collection because it's it's such a beautiful set, one of my all-time favorites. It yeah. absolutely is. And as far as uh, I know, it's the only nationally, maybe even regionally uh, distributed set with dog food, and it yeah. winds up being uh, one of just a, an absolute classic. All right, that wraps up The Collector and the Dealer. Join us next week for another episode. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. At Jim Ellis Automotive, we take pride in our family-owned and operated business. Hi, I'm Stacy Ellis, Vice President of the Jim Ellis Automotive Group. When my granddad, Jim Ellis, founded our company in 1971, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was easy and fully transparent. And it worked. Fifty years later, my dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. Today, third-generation family members like myself, along with the support of more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values our company was founded on. At Jim Ellis Automotive, we try harder because we sincerely value your satisfaction. That's why we've been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of our 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, still family-owned and operated and where you can always expect the best.